Welcome back, Christina. Now we are going to recap Super Bowl 53. Last week in Super Bowl 53, if you want to talk about it, I mean, you know, it was a good first half with defense, but I thought it would have been a more high-scoring game in the Super Bowl, though. I think everybody going into the Super Bowl thought it was going to be a high-scoring game. There was talks all over, I mean, you know, every sports network, you know, podcast, I mean, you know, a lot of different um, – um, articles were written about it. I mean, it definitely was going to be probably, if maybe one of the most talked Super Bowls. I mean, it was, but on a different perspective. As we know, the game was highly, highly, highly um, based around the defensive end, you know. And for a lot of fans, it was underwhelming. Um, you know, not a lot of scoring. As we all know, the score was at the end of the game was 13-3. to um, and it also was the lowest scoring first half in, in NFL Super Bowl history. So, I mean, that alone speaks volumes. Yeah, it does. But talk about some notable performances. I mean, Jared Goff looked, looked a little nervous and shaky in his first Super Bowl. But you know what? I think he's going to learn a little bit. And I do think he and McVay and the Rams are going to be a great football team for a long time. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, he's only 24 years old. Like you mentioned, it was his first Super Bowl. I know a lot of weight was carried on his shoulder, shoulders going into that game, a lot of pressure. I mean, you can see he was not mentally checked in. You know, a lot of hesitation when it came to throwing the ball. You know, he was, un he was unable to make good looks. He was either passing too early or passing too late. You know, an example of that was when, you know, he tried to throw um, a touchdown catch to Cooks and it was intercepted and ultimately... Um, you know, he just was un unable to make advancements down the field. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. I mean, you know, Jared Goff was just doesn't know what he's – I mean, he's going to be good, but, I mean, you know, this was not a good performance by Jared Goff in the Rams' part. But I would have liked a more offensive battled game, but it is what it is. But, you know, my Patriots are the champions. Very happy about that, but at the same time, bump for the Rams, but I also – do congratulate my NFC team, the LA Rams, on a great season. And I know that they're going to be good for a long time and that they're in good hands either way. Absolutely. I mean, hats off to Patriots, Bill Belichick, Brady, Edelman, and for the whole squad, really, for, you know, pulling out another Super Bowl win. It's great for their franchise. You know, I think a lot of people doubted them earlier in the season. And for them to even make it to the Super Bowl, let alone win, um, is a huge accomplishment for that team. And also, a huge thing for the fans. I mean, but again, on the Rams side, like you said, golf, you know, he, this is a learning experience for him. It is his, it was his first Super Bowl, And I don't think that we should necessarily be hanging um, over his head, his poor performance. I mean, he does have a lot of room to grow and he's young. I mean, he hasn't hit a ceiling yet. You know, he's definitely has a great coach by his side and they're definitely going to be, um, probably another great QB coach um, pairing. So I think the Rams have a bright future ahead of them and they shouldn't let this one poor performance and Super Bowl performance at that um, really get in the way or disturb them from continuing um, to build greatness. Yeah, I mean, I do see that, uh, that uh, what you would call is that, that McVay and Goff are going to be a great coach, head coach to quarterback tandem for years to come. But this is – I think Jared Goff is going to use this game as a learning experience because he has a lot of room to grow to be a great quarterback. I mean, he started out from being a bust in his rookie year, and now people are starting to believe in him since his sophomore season in the league. 
I mean, absolutely. And like I said, even though he wasn't able to make connecting passes, I mean, he still attempted and had some great looks going into the game. It's just, you know, minor things that he needs to work on. And I think experience comes with that. And I think also, too, in this game, knowing how to run down the clock, you know, seeing things before they happen. But again, all that comes with experience and time. And he definitely has time on his side. Yeah, he does have time on his side there. You are right about that. And um, with the Patriots, talk about Julian Edelman being the MVP of the Super Bowl. That was the good part about, about it as well. Absolutely. I noted that on my good part of the Super Bowl as well. I mean, Edelman showed his football IQ. I mean, him and Brady are in sync, you know, on and off the field. I mean, his IQ was incredible, you know, and he even proved even more why he's an asset to the Patriots and to the team. You know, he had 10 receptions and um, 141 yards. I think he was more than deserving of the MVP, but I also think some guys on the defensive end for the Patriots also could have made um, a good, or actually, excuse me, showed um, great performances as well and possibly could have earned an MVP, the, the, um, the MVP title as well. Yeah, absolutely on that for sure. But, I mean, no def- defensive player got first place votes on that. But with that being said, uh, the the bad part about Super Bowl 53 was the TV ratings went low. And I think that, too, just has a lot to do with it. Was it, it was a low-scoring game. And a lot of people that tune in to the Super Bowl, you know, some of them are true football fans and some of them just like the entertainment of football. And a lot of the entertainment from football comes from the offensive side of the game and it wasn't a high driven offensive game even though rams are you know explosive have have an incredible running game it just wasn't it was lacking that yeah i mean it was lacking for sure with the run game i mean todd Gurley's healthy but everybody was thinking like is his knee hurting or something like that but i mean todd Gurley had a great year last this past season but I think his knee kind of started to hurt him a little bit, but I do think that Todd Gurley will be fine heading into next season. I think Todd Gurley will be back to being the Todd Gurley that we're used to seeing, that he's the lead, he could be the leading scorer and rusher in the NFL. So I that's what I believe in when it comes to Todd Gurley, who is by far one of my favorite players when it comes to the Rams with Jared Goff. But Jared Goff is obviously my top, my number one favorite player on the Rams. I would agree. I think, you know, Gurley was definitely missed on the field in that game. I was watching the game wondering, where the hell is Gurley? Why isn't he on the field? I mean, with a guy with a, that has talent like that, I mean, he shouldn't be sitting on the sidelines for a majority of a game, and especially in the Super Bowl. Um, and I think with that, too, as well, I think that also played a part in golf's lack of confidence, you know? I feel like he plays a lot more confident um, when Gurley is on the field. Yeah, for sure. But I think McVay had like a point. I knew he got out coached because he wanted to get CJ Anderson involved in that game, who I think I see the Rams keeping next season as well. I agree. I totally agree. And I think that he made some good use out of him um, during the Super Bowl. Yeah, he made a good use on uh, CJ Anderson as well in the Super Bowl. But with that being said, what I think the Ra- what the Rams are going to do this offseason, I think they're going to extend Sean McVay, extend Jared Goff, and uh, keep Saffold, Fowler, and, and Sue, and then maybe give Marcus Peters an extension. But I, the extension, so I see the Rams giving, is Goff and Talib. No, absolutely. Goff is more than deserving of an extension. I mean, 
like we, like we mentioned earlier, I mean, he's not going anywhere. You know, he has room to grow. He he he's in he has he's in phenomenal hands when it comes with McVeigh. I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to get a contract extension. He right now has uh right now his deal he has uh, literally two more years left in his deal right now because his contract his first contract includes a fifth year option. So from that being said, there were rumors about the Rams signing Kirk Cousins in free agency, and I just don't see the Rams getting Kirk Cousins and letting go of Goff because for me, Jared Goff is the face of the franchise at Rams, and he is already their franchise quarterback. Absolutely. I totally agree. I don't think it would make sense. And I think a lot of the fans would be like, what the hell is going on here? I mean, you don't necessarily need to fix something that isn't broken. Yes, he had a poor. But I don't think that should determine whether or not um, he gets replaced, let alone a contract. He doesn't get a contract extension. Yeah. I mean, from what you were saying is that I just don't like that people are blaming Jared Goff for his poor Super Bowl performance because I don't I didn't put the blame on him after the Super Bowl. I just thought that. He just looked nervous. He looked shaky. It was his first Super Bowl, and he has room to grow to become the face of the franchise for the Rams, which he already is, but he still has a little bit of learning to do, though. He does, and I think that he shouldn't be penalized for the lack of experience. Um, and I think, like we mentioned, like he, he's still growing. I mean, I mean, thank goodness this was during his first Super Bowl that he had this type of performance. I mean, I think going forward, definitely it's going to help his game throughout the season next year and even more heading into the playoffs and potentially, again, running for another Super Bowl title. I think that um, I think fans get a little bit too um, excited, too aggressive when it comes to um, progression, when it comes to players, especially young players. Um, but I think golf has shown time and time again that, like you said, he's a franchise player, and he is great at what he does. He may not be the greatest, a.k.a. the GOAT like Tom Brady, but he definitely has the potential to get there and to do something for the Rams franchise. Yeah, I think he has a lot. He has a, he's going to do special things for the Rams for a very long time. Him and McVay are going to be like the next Brady and Belichick duo from what I see. Absolutely, and that alone is exciting for the NFL. Yeah, and uh, with with that being said, um, I did tell you that I do think the Rams are going to extend McVay, and then along with Goff, who I think the Rams should extend. Do you see them extending Talib and Peters and Fowler and Sue? Fowler and Sue, I think so. I don't see why they shouldn't extend Fowler. I mean, he's been playing good, and also too, he's young. He still has years left to play in the NFL. Sue, he has put up better numbers in terms of sacks. I think he's averaging four and a half sacks this year. But again, I think they shouldn't cut off the core just yet. Um, and you also mentioned Marcus Peters, if I'm correct. Yeah. Um, he was a former first pick. Um, I don't think he was at his full potential throughout this season. Um, so I'm a little bit on the fence on that one. I mean... I say, why not give him a second chance, see how it is? And if not, I think in this season going into the 20, 2021, I think then it might be time to put your hands up and maybe cut the cord on that. And as far as Sean McVay, again, um, this Super Bowl performance for him as a coach shouldn't um, gear, um, be a determining factor when it comes to 
if he gets a contract extension or not. I mean, he's brought the team to the Super Bowl. They were NFC champions. I mean, before all of that, the Rams were not had 13 consecutive non-winning seasons. I mean, last season with McVay, they were 11 to 5. In this season, they were, I think, 13 to 3, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were 13 and 3. This past so season. I think he's improved. He's improved the Rams incredibly, incredibly, and I think he's going to um, moving forward. So I don't see why not he. I think he definitely deserves a contract extension. Absolutely, I love along. You know, you know, I love Bill Belichick too. But as a as a as a Rams fan myself as well, I I also I also love Sean McVay. Sean McVay is an energetic head coach, gets his players motivated, a good offensive mind. And I think it's going to be key to Jared Goff's development for for Goff to to continue his working relationship with Coach McVay. No, absolutely, it's definitely key to hit Goff's development and also the development of the team. I mean, like you said, he's a young, energetic coach. He brings life into the system. You know, his um, playmaking ability is incredible. His football IQ is absolutely incredible. I mean, he brings a new, I guess you can say a new look at approaching um, the offense in the NFL. I mean, how do you feel about that? Yeah, the NFL is a passing league now. But, I mean, what you and I will talk about when next football season starts, Christina, we're going to talk about, like, when when the next season comes in, we'll we'll do week-by-week previews, if you know what I mean. Yes, I absolutely understand what you're saying. Like, I mean, we'll do a week one preview, and then we'll do a – 2019 season preview show we'll talk about what's gonna make the rams and patriots what what we think uh what we think uh what we think the patriots and rams are gonna do in order for them to rematch in super bowl 54 which i think it's gonna happen it's gonna be another super bowl between the patriots and rams next season because i predict it's gonna be a round two of the la boston rivalry and uh I'd, I want to see that grow in football like how it did in basketball. I, I, I can see that happening, but I think we can't also count out the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they may be underperformed in the AFC um, championship game, but I think we can't count them out as well. I think they're a great team. Mahomes is, I mean, a growing and progressing quarterback. I mean, Tyreek Hill is a fast, fast Fast, fast guy. I mean, he's incredible. He's in t- he's talented. So I think we can't count the the Chiefs out just yet. Yeah, just don't count the Chiefs out yet. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. So for my early standings of the AFC conference, I have Patriots number one, and then the Chiefs number two. Um, I would, mm, I would agree with that. I think. With Brady, I think, as we all know, he wants to play till 45. I mean, Patriots are a team that you count them out and they show you exactly why they are probably one of the greatest teams out there right now and going forward. Um, And also, too, yeah, Chiefs are a great, young, strong team, and I think they're going to do great things going forward as well. So I definitely wouldn't contend with what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely on that, but... um... I do think with the Rams, who I think they're going to keep this offseason, for sure they're going to keep Anderson and 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 Saffold and Fowler Jr. But I would I, I would be 
okay if Rams let go of Sue because Sue's going to want to have higher paid money. So that means it could move Aaron Donald back to nose tackle and put John Franklin Myers in at left in at left defensive end. And for the Patriots, I see them keeping Trey Flowers, Chris Hogan, uh, Cordell Patterson, and and also their special team scores, Stephen Gustowski and Ryan Allen. No, yeah, and I think I totally agree with you on both ends. And I'm um, speaking on the Patriots. I mean. They're an organization that doesn't really do much in according of free agency, signing big deals. And I think with them, they build an incredible internal system. You know, with them, it's like, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Don't tamper with it. I mean, they. I think they have probably one of the best team chemistries out there. I think you can see it that these guys really – um, our family on and off the field, and it showed in the Super Bowl. I mean, and it showed time and time again. So I think for them, they're going to stay where they are. They're not going to really do too much until it's absolutely needed. And I don't think that is until maybe a couple to few years down the road. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll t- when next, this is the only, I think, the only uh, football episode we'll do. So we're going to save the uh, football talks until sometime in August, if you know what I mean. Yes, absolutely. So that we can focus on more basketball stuff going forward. I think that sounds great. It's perfect. So, yeah. So, and then we'll uh, talk about some football stuff in August too. But, uh, I mean, my final NFL thought is I'm, I I enjoyed the Super Bowl despite being 13-3 and three for the Patriots. But I would I expect the Patriots and Rams to meet again in the Super Bowl next year when it's Super Bowl 54 down in South Florida. Yeah, I know, the nice warm weather. I think my final NFL thoughts of the day was I thought the Super Bowl was great on the defensive side. You know, both teams held each other. You know, there weren't a lot, there, weren't a lot, there wasn't a high-scoring game. But I think going forward, I'm excited to see what Sean McVay and Goff do heading into next season. Absolutely. But my early uh, prediction on the NFC standing, so I have the Bears, I have the Rams at number one in the NFC, and then the Chicago Bears, going number two and then New Orleans at three. Bears at two. New Orleans at three. I might even bump Saints up to two. Yeah, I, I would agree with you as well. I could I'm gonna change my mind on that because I see Chicago being a wild card team again, still winning the division, and I do have the Saints at two so that they can get a first round bye again. Yeah, I think they need it. I think the team is great, but I think they definitely need to um, add some assets. Yeah, but I do have the Saints at two with the Rams at one. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Wouldn't question it. Um, nothing that I can say to combat what you have to say. Yeah, so that's why I changed my mind there on that one. <laughs> but anyways, um, I'll talk to you next Friday and have a good weekend. Uh, we'll talk next Friday and I'll email you sometime today or tomorrow about what next Friday holds for the NBA. Per- Perfect. Sounds great. Thank you again for wonderful um, episodes with the NBA and the NFL talk. I'm excited to to catch up with you and talk next Friday. Yeah, we're going to talk about all-star stuff next Friday for the for the NBA. I know. NBA fans' favorite weekend. So enjoy your weekend, and I'm excited to um, see how the um, NBA all-star game plays out. Yeah, we'll talk about it next Friday. So chat then. All right. Sounds good.